You're watching Lance and Roar, your home for Irish football news and nostalgia. Coming up on this episode, Brian Kerr returns to the Ireland for the first time in about 20 years. Uh, Slavin Village is hot on the lips of the FBI, if you believe the mirror. And Sammy Smallis gets his 25th goal of the season for Blackburn Rovers. All this and more coming up on Lance and Roar Live. David Dunn here, joined by Martin Pranagas. As always, if you like what you hear, love what you see, hit that subscribe button. Scan that QR code, head over to our Facebook, Instagram, and our Twitter. Martin, how are you doing? Another Sunday, another live episode of Lands and Roar. Oh, and actually, before you, don't you dare speak. You just hold that thought for a second. We are the voice of the fans, so we want to hear from you. If there's anything you want to talk about, we will get to your comments. Have your say, leave a comment, get involved. We will get to that on the back of the show. It could be anything we're talking about in this, or it could be just something completely off the top of your mind. However, the question I am going to ask, as this is kind of a new thing we're doing uh, at the top of the show, and the question is, are you happy with Brian Kerr's return? First time he's been involved with the Irish setup since 2005, when he was unceremoniously dumped out of the FEI by Mr. John Delaney, and there's going to be more on him later on um, with a certain social media accounts. Um, but anyway, yeah, what do you think? Are you happy with Brian Kerr's return? Let us know in the comments. Get involved. Have your say. Martin, you may speak. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, great to be on again. And yeah, thanks everyone as well. Just want to give a shout out on behalf of myself and Dave and Nick. Just We do really appreciate your support yep. of the uh, the show. It, we, we're trying to grow the numbers, of course. And uh, yeah, your interaction and on all our Twitter and Facebook posts is very much appreciated. Um, as we've always said, we all have opinions. And we want to hear yours as well. And we don't all always agree, but if it's in good jest and, and a bit of fun, um, that's what it's about. We we do consider ourselves the voice of the fans where you get to have a say. Um, no, I had a great Friday night. Thanks, Dave, as well. Um, it was our Risk London charity quiz night in aid of the North London Hospice. And again, thanks to support as well from people from the pods, uh, from the podcast and, and support of Lansdowne Raw, the, the, the Raw faithful. Um, yeah, it was a really good night. We raised £3,200, so that's a bit of sterling there in for you. Uh, to, for, from a quiz night, it's absolutely fantastic. So thank you to all our sponsors and um, for people for supporting that. I know you were a no-show, Dave, but, you know, you did contribute uh, in your own special way with helping me with the posters. I had a lot of people come up to me and say, oh, I can't, where's Evan Ferguson? Because he's on the poster. And I said, oh, sorry, sorry to let you down. No Evan Ferguson tonight. And we've also got Lansdowne Raw on the poster. And there's no Dave as well. So, you know, and they were, I don't know who they were more disappointed that wasn't there, Dave, to well, be honest. About me. I do apologise to my fans uh, for not being, <laughs> I wasn't very well, actually. I still haven't been quite well uh, last few days. But thank you very much, Martin, for asking. Um, but yeah, um, no, no, it, I was genuinely sorry to miss it. I really was. Um, thanks, Martin. <laughs> Jesus, like, <laughs> sticking a knife in early. Um, actually, speaking of early, we do have a comment here from Newey Nurek. Uh, the start-off show, and the reason why I'm going to mention it now is uh, one for your social media watch. Jim, quadruple seven now, might be John Delaney's Twitter partner account, follows all the JD Party accounts, slags off Carrick journalists and League of Ireland fans. We'll get to that later on. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, but yes, uh, do keep your comments coming in, guys. Um, have your say. Get involved. That's what we do. Um, right, Martin, shall we start with... Um, We'll start with Oibig, will we? We'll get to the yeah. Oibig, see how our lads got on over the weekend. Right, no Nick. I'll um, I'll use my dulcet tones uh, this week. Here we are. So, Queefing Gallagher with a clean sheet. 
for Liverpool in our 1-0 win over Nottingham Forest. A very fair, um, very fair. I just I just want to um, credit the fine officiating of the Premier League officials for that particular match. Um, I, you know, I, I am sick and tired of people having to go officials, Martin. You know, we need to applaud the fine officiating in the English Premier League. I just have to say that right now. I will not hear anything bad about those wonderful match officials. Fantastic job. Anyway. So I just want to get this right then. So you're you're quite happy with a former Republic of Ireland player who's now a coach at Nottingham Forest being red carded. That you're you're happy with that. That's what you're most happy about. Do you, that's the officiating nope. you're talking about. Uh, no, I'm actually even happy that Queeping Geller, our current Aaron oh, okay. is going to start for us in March, and he should, by the way. Um, got a clean sheet. And by the way, what a phenomenal save he pulled off. Mm. He, I tell you what, right. I've been I've been giving Queeping Keller a little bit of stick, not too much, you know, but I think my points have been warranted. Um, but yeah, the more he's played, the better he's looked. He has really grown into that role, hasn't he? He, yeah, he you don't miss Allison. Allison's a great goalkeeper, don't get me wrong, but he's been phenomenal, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a very um, he's a fantastic goalkeeper, isn't he? Um, he is. So much better so, than Bazuno. Yeah, no, really good. So uh, no, I um. No, I'm yeah. a Bazuni fan, to be fair. But I know you uh, are, but you know, I, I do. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very happy with how he's playing. We, we need our players to be getting lots of game time as well. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it's good. I mean, look, it was exciting today as well. The Manchester derby there was no, no Irish oh, yeah. but um, couldn't even you know. hold on to a one nil lead. Pathetic, pathetic, <laughs> <laughs> terrible team. Anyway, but I just want yet, yet again, I just want to um. Uh, congratulate the fine officiating uh, at the FA Premier League. Uh, Sammy Smollick's got another goal for Blackburn Rovers in a 1-2 loss to Swansea City. That is his 25th goal of the season. Sammy Smollick's, we're hoping John O'Shea will get him in the squad. No messing about. Sinclair Armstrong with another goal for QPR in a 2-1 win over Nessa City. Cousin Will got two assists for Southampton and a 4-3 win over Birmingham City. Uh, Boson Lowell, I think I've said that right. Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. Two goals for Fleetwood Crack, as Nick likes to say, in uh, a 4-2 win over Wigan. Gavin Kilkenny got a goal and assist for Fleetwood Crack as well in, a, in that 4-2 win over Wigan. Dan Casey got a goal for Motherwell. He got the winner, didn't he, in a 2-1 win mm-hmm. over Rangers. Uh, although Celtic did slip up uh, today. Ronald Curtis with a 94-minute win, winner for Wimbledon in a 1-0 win over MK Dons. They're um, big rivals. Most hated rivals, really. The franchise done by the Dons. My local team, I well, yeah, actually, no, yeah. Sorry, I, I've moved back to South London. They are my local team, uh, AFC Wimbledon. And uh, I do have a little soft spot for them, so I'm delighted to see that. Uh, Jason McLean got an assist for Wrexham in a 4-0 win over Ackerton Stanley. Who are they? Good boy. Uh, and Vessi ever said he got a red card for Udinese in a 1-1 draw with Salon... Sal... Some Salernitana. Some team in Syria, who cares? Uh, <laughs> I can't pronounce them. No, we, we do care. Of course we care. We are um, the Caring Podcast, the podcast for mm-hmm. grown-ups, Martin. Um, and also, um, Adam Ida missed a penalty, didn't he, for Celtic when there was still a 10, to give him a 1-0 lead over Hearts, and it all sort of fell apart after that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a shame. Quite a good save, I suppose. But yeah, look, he, he, we've been talking about uh, Adam Ida getting a good start to... To, to life at Celtic and they can turn quickly, can't they? I think you told me that the Celtic fans can turn quickly. So you said that was it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! You're trying to get me killed. <laughs> yeah. I'll have the Green Brigade outside my front yeah, door for yeah. God's sake. Mm. No, I think the Celtic fans are wonderful people. 
I think all fans <laughs> are wonderful people. And yet again, just want to congratulate the fine officiating of the English Premier League. <laughs> I, it's a story. I, I'll tell you all fair about it. Now. I can't really say it on air, but it was, it was quite quite a funny story yesterday um right so that's our boys in green uh tell us what you think by the way you haven't um, got that... any surprises there's no surprises for me now i did send you something that you know i was happy about yesterday but you have clearly forgotten not done it yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't tell me to warm up we were sitting there okay, for about 40 I minutes. I forgot about it. I thought you were going to spray and it. i forgot I about you... it well that's fine but i'm a busy i'm sorry I'll, I'll do that as a you know We'll put it on a state of play. We'll put it on a state of play. I'm sorry, Martin. I apologize. I did mean mean to put it on. Yeah, but you've missed that out. Don't miss that out on the O big. That's big news. Oh yeah, go on, Martin. Tell us what what, what's O big about O big. Callum O'Dowd came back yesterday. Back from injury. Cardiff. There you go. So that's another one. Another one that he liked to hate, but I'm delighted to see him back. And big game actually for him uh, coming back and playing against Bristol City. So back from injury. yeah, obviously, too short time. I would say to be considered for the for the squad, which I'm, maybe you'll be happy about. But yeah, that was another bit of news. I think I wanted to share with you, Dave. Fantastic. Um, I'm I'm sure a raw faithful out there are very happy to see Callum O'Dowd <laughs> back. Um, no, I mean I'll, I'll, I don't wish anything on him. Uh, but yeah, the question I want to ask you as well, as well to the raw faithful out there, as, as well as the Brian Kerr return, Quinn Gallagher should he start? Come on, he has to start over Gavin Mizunu. You know, I know Martin's a Bazuni fan, but tell him why he's wrong. Tell him why he's wrong. But we'll get to those comments in a little bit. We're going to get to the main uh, topic here, Martin, of course, the um, the headline grabber, shall we say. that There he is there, Brian Kerr returning to the Republic of Ireland fold. It was rumoured on Thursday night, Friday morning, um, literally about... Because I think O'Shea was announced on the Wednesday. So the next day it was rumoured that Brian Kerr was going to come back. Greener, the greener that is, uh, his nickname. And just a little bit on this here. So this is from the FAI uh, media release. So former Ireland manager Brian Kerr set to join March Camp as technical advisor, whatever that means. Former Ireland midfielder Glenn Whelan joins as assistant coach as well as goalkeeper coach Rennie Gilmartin. I believe Rennie Gilmartin's from the under 21s. Uh, Martin Doyle comes up from the under 21s as Damien Doyle and Stephen Rice continue their roles for the March Camp. Now, there was a press conference supposed to be on Friday, but that was postponed due to inclement weather. Um, a little bit more on Brian Kerr. He was on Virgin Media. Of course, he's been on Virgin Media. Um, I'm sure you haven't missed him, whinging about Stephen Kenny. Um, just some of the highlights of, of his interview. Really surprised to be asked. Not really clear on what his role is yet. Uh, more than happy to do whatever John asks, even if it includes picking up the old bibs and skips. Uh, but feels he has the knowledge to help John. Uh, never lost the passion for the game or the national team. And it is a little... It's an opportunity to impart some of his experience onto John. Uh, and the most important thing he feels is to win games. Let's try and get the promising results uh, that we need. And he feels that he might be able to help the future manager put things back in order of being competitive. Uh, he was asked about the relationship, if he needed to re- um, build a relationship with the fans. And he says there's no building needed because the fans supported Stephen Kenny, which, to be fair, um, I think is true because the fans never really turned on Stephen Kenny. Um Martin, are you glad to see um Brian Kerback and you lovely people out there, are you happy to see Brian Kerback? Sorry Martin, I keep interrupting you. That's fine. Thanks, Dave. Um I'm I'm kind of not surprised 
uh, because I, I think it's part of the long-term plan here. I think it's going to be Carsley in April, um, to be honest. And I think I'm always leading with Agent Kilban, where he said about, you know, when he was first muted with um, giving his opinions on the, the job recruitment and he was saying about Carsley and he also mentioned name dropped Kerr should be maybe perhaps involved. I think it's very important. The FAI's pathway, which I often talk about, as we know, it's, the, it's what they want to do. Um, you know, they want someone who's a bit, little bit of a figurehead who's going to have that link to the League of Ireland. And I think actually Kerr offers that rather than perhaps Lee Carsley or even John O'Shea, if he was the main manager full time. I think Kerr offers that little link of he's on the ground in, in Ireland. You know, I think the manager, if it's O'Shea, would be coming in and out. Um, so would Carsley as well, watching players. But I think Kerr gives that kind of link to Ireland, to be honest. Um, so I can I, I can understand why it's there. I, and I do actually, I've, we've seen obviously some of the comments coming in and things like that. Um, I think John O'Shea is going to be part of the future of Irish football anyway, in a senior level. Whether he's the main manager or not, I think this we've spoke about in the last uh, episode where, you know, I think this is a little bit of an audition for him. Um, it will depend if Carsey is going to be the man taking the job in April. But I think it's all set up in the background. The the backroom staff, Glenn Whelan, um, Gilmartin, and all them people coming in, I think they they need to um they need to kind of they they're the ones that they've got in, in, in yeah. place. Um and and that's that's what they're going to have. And whether it's O'Shea or Carsley, I think it's going to be either of them as the main man. And O'Shea will be assistant if it is Carsley coming in. Do you, I mean, I think... But Kurt, Kurt, back to the original question, Kerr, I, I think it just, that seniority thing, it gives a little bit of reassurance probably to the League of Ireland that, you know, and, and also that doesn't have, the, the manager doesn't have to kind of be so involved in the politics of that in a sense. Let Kerr have that and, and deal with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd imagine it's John O'Shea's because he said he was surprised. I imagine it's John O'Shea's um, idea. Um, do you think that is a nod? Because Chemical Ban has spoken about, you know, Lee Carsey should get Brian, Brian Kerr involved. Mm. So that's kind of laying down the groundwork that you're going to have Brian Kerr involved in the, in the current setup, in the new setup, whatever it is. If it is Carsley, he'll be involved. O'Shea will be part of the backroom staff. And he's just kind of laying the groundwork for that. He's plant, planting the seeds. Uh, and these guys know about it, but for whatever reason, they, they can't get involved. I mean, ugh, are we giving the FBI too much credit here? Um, I, I think it's a good political move from the FBI, though, because, it, you know, Burn Bridges previously with, with Kerr, and he's moaned about the association since, and this yeah. is the new FBI, we're told. You know, Noel Mooney spoke to you many moons ago, didn't he? And he said, you know, that he'd, he'd reached out to Brian Kerr to get him involved. I think it's quite a good well, well, no, move. Noel Mooney, what he said to me was, it was a headline in the, in the Irish Independent, and it was actually on Lance and Raw. It was that maybe the business has become too much mm. for Brian Kerr because he was quite bitter on on uh, yeah on uh, Virgin Media. Me personally, look, I, I for, for Brian Kerr, I'm happy for. Okay, I'm very happy for him. Um, I don't think he was, he was he did wonders with the youth sides uh, as Ireland senior manager. I think I, he didn't do a very good job in my opinion, and I know a lot of people don't agree with that. You know the highest percentage rate uh, with percentage rate of any manager but never beat a team within a competitive match inside the top 80 83rd was georgia with that ireland team but it's still a very useful roy Keane. um you know i i 
as Ireland manager, I didn't rate Brian Kerr as senior manager. As junior manager, fantastic. But as senior manager, I did not rate him at all. And I think he balls a lot of things up. Um, I think this is more, this could be, I don't know if it's a political move by the FEI to get people involved and to sort of um, assuage the um, uh, the League of Ireland fans because the whole Stephen Kenny thing went, went completely wrong. And I don't know. But you do have a tie there, then, don't you? Look, uh, like you do have that. Um, but I'm I mean, happy... it's not going to be massively popular with everybody because he's not popular with everybody, and and that's just. I'm happy cool. for but him. I, I... Sorry, just just to complete my point. Yeah. I'm happy for him, but I'm not sure what he brings. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, Martin, it reminds me when Eamon Dunphy was. It was around when Stan became manager, and uh, George Graham's name was bandied about. And Eamon Dunphy, because he liked George Graham, his argument for him was at the time, well, he's a commentator on Prem Plus. That was a, the Premier League pay-per-view channel for our younger listeners. Well, he he's in tune. He knows what's going on because he's watching Prem Plus, Plus every week. And is that what we're, we're doing here? Brian Kerr watches yeah. football every week. He's upon this. So, he, no, coaching's moved on. I don't really yeah, see, I see what, I don't what think he he'll be doing coach. coaching. I think he just will be run ideas past a bit of a scene which which you know what uh, ideas like what are we talking about but just even kind of tactical like john o'shea or even carsley at that level is going to be quite inexperienced right so and he's been in the job he knows how the media works and i think it's a kind of supportive voice which i think is a, a, like a head of experience in a way and i think it's it's gonna help a little bit i think i, I and i i don't think he'll be in the role no, he's not going to be in a yeah, dog race like that. No, no, I don't think he's going to be very there very long. Though you know, it's a little bit like the Bobby Robson thing, which, which you know, we didn't we didn't work out for certain reasons, but you know, it's a little bit like that. Um, and mm. we do have these mad scenarios that Irish football historically have put in place. He's, you know, they they like that play that person, so they're a bit close with the camp and things. I, I don't think he's going to be actually too massively involved. I think it's a little bit of a PR thing of this League of Ireland thing. I think that's a massive thing because. You, you're you're trying to engage with all the different stakeholders and and supporter bases within Ireland, and I think that that might get support with him. Like even John O'Shea, it's actually been quite nice. You're seeing some of the comments from people in Waterford and stuff are saying, you know, like from the football clubs he was with and stuff are saying, mm. you know, it's a really proud day for us because he's come through from Waterford and um, what he what he's done, and you know, even for you know family friends and things are saying, you know, it's a great opportunity for him. Um, so it's quite nice like that. It's very Irish, I would say. No, I, look, um, as I said, I, I, I hold no ill will, I suppose, to him. If it squares yeah. the circle, if it gets him back, you know, if it kind of brings him back in and and it sort of um, heals an old wound, then you know what? Why not? What's the harm, um, to be honest with you? But from going forward, I'm not sure. I think what Brian Kerr offered from a technical director point of view, um, I do think, by the way, um, he should have been involved. And the way he went out, I agree with him not being Ireland manager. I agree with him not having his contract renewed because people forget that how that campaign finished. It was a damn squib. It was dreadful. And he lost the players. He did lose the players. Um, but he should have been involved in some as- aspect. And he wasn't. And that was John Delaney's fault. No, Mooney tried to get him back in. But then I don't know why. Uh, what is issue? It was, it, was no, the, was. The, it was a John Delaney thing that occurred. That, that's what a lot of people saying. I was too late now coming back. Uh, and it in a way is, but mm. you know, he's still been involved and interested in Irish football when he's been a pundit and things like that. You know, I know it didn't work out for him going to Faroe Islands and he's not been involved in club football anywhere else, but I think it's just yeah, I think it's not a, the worst move in the world. It's not gonna be lots and lots of money, I wouldn't imagine. It's a bit no, of, I mean he's not a link. Money. It's a bit of a link as well to 
yeah, a bit of security kind of blanket in a way to the lads. You know, like you know, John O'Shea won a European competition with him and things like that. You know, it's it's that kind of it's kind of keeping the kind of old team back together, but not in the sense that it happened with Stan. Do you remember that? Like we've we've spoken about that quite a bit. You know that that debacle basically, and it was all oh, it was a big. That was a massive PR stunt and a big, oh, it's look, all the fans are engaged and Damien Duff's back to his best. This is a little bit different. This is like a new FAI yeah. pathway. They're investing in their their coaching. Uh, people who've been on their coaching courses. So John O'Shea, Glenn Whelan's been involved in the underage as well. No problem with seeing him in there. Um, McCarthy, obviously, is very good, like great reputation, more experience, I think, than John O'Shea. But I like the fact that it's the John O'Shea name. It's bigger. It's a bigger profile. Um, now, whether well, you actually that's going to work or not, if, if that's going to work or not, I don't know. But Kazi would be have that profile. But, I mean, all of them are going to come with risk, and there's probably it comes down to money as well, let's be honest. And it also comes down to what the FA want to do, and they're trying to really show that we believe in our pathway, and well, these you, people you, are part of it. You came in for a bit of early on our last episode, didn't you, on State of Play when? Uh, John O'Shea was announced. Uh, you were told you were kicking the can down the road yet again, just like the Kenny Project, uh, all over John O'Shea. Um, as I, oh, another fellow said, Ah, Martin, you're making a show of yourself with the Man United bias here. Uh, your response to to those, Martin? You're uh, um, well on the bias. I agree, by the way. I, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think with the response, but I think I was quite open on the show last time. I said a Man United fan, love John O'Shea. And I said it, it's the Man United bias here, without doubt. I want to see him involved in Irish football. I know the experience isn't there, but I've no problem with him being involved in it. Mm. Um, you know, and and again, we can't... It's ridiculous, some of these. I know we're going to go on about talk about Billich and stuff. Yeah. And other people with her names in it. We can't afford them. Let's be honest. We can't be... And they're not going to be there for the long-term investment of Irish football. Former Irish players will be. I believe that. Yeah, no, I, I, I do too, but... Um, I do agree with them. You are your your bias is absolutely disgraceful. Tell us what you think, though, folks. Is Martin biased? You know, has he got the what's this little? Oh, I believe in John O'Shea. There you go. He's even got it on his handle there. That's why I took it <laughs> off there. Have you say leave a comment, get involved, and uh, are you happy with Brian Kerr? Are you happy with Brian Kerr? Back, we'll get to those comments towards the back end of the program. We're going to move it on to Slavin Village. Uh, came out last night, so here we go. Um, want to make sure. So Mirror Sport had on her Twitter, exclusive Slavin Village is now half favourite to get the Ireland job. That came from Gary Doyle. Uh, here is a few notes from his article. Um, he says, well-placed sources have indicated that Village 55 is now the front runner to fill the vacancy. Would not be in a position to take the job until May after the conclusion of the Saudi Pro League, where he's currently manager uh, with Al Fata. Fata? Um, sources have indicated that the FEI's financial offer of around €520,000 per year would be acceptable to the Croat, uh, who would welcome the chance to work on a long-term project as the FEI intend making a four-year offer to the new boss. They also now have the safety net of knowing that if talks with Billage don't work out, uh, O'Shea is in place. Then the next day, we had this. Well, not that. This. Uh, the mm-hmm. 42.ie. No FAI contact with Slavin Village over Republic of Ireland job. The, F- the 42 understands that the Croatian is unaware of interest from Abbottstown bosses. And uh, the um, Irish examiner chimes in as well. It says, actually, Village is contracted until 2025. Which surely puts the FAI off, Martin. What do you make of it? I mean, Slavin Village, um, he's in the Saudi Pro League. Is 
Is, it, is this really what we want? Is it, first of all, is this who we want? Second of all, is this another kite being flown by the FAI? This is shite. Without doubt. It's rubbish. It's, it's just not even a story. I, I can't have it as well. I, don't, gonna... I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want him. But I don't do you think care it's what he's done. Um, no, it's not going to happen. And it's rubbish. It's just yeah. a clickbait article. Um, and it, it's absolute nonsense. I can't see it. And, I, and I, like I said, I would not want him involved. No. It's, it's away from what the FAI are trying to achieve. They want to put in a head coach. They want someone who, if the head coach then gets tapped up by another country or, or a club and goes into club football, that they can bring in another head coach and it doesn't all unravel below below the scenes, below the surface. That's the way most football teams are going now, international teams as well. So Do you know I what? can't see it. I have to say, some this has really highlighted some of the conjecture from the Irish media, I think. Just some some mad stories coming out here. Like, just, is it, you know, because I was talking to a friend of mine today and he was saying, Jesus, like, you know, some of the names on, on this list, like, they're absolutely, you know, depressing. You know, and I was saying, back to him, see what you think of this, Martin, was that, well, I think it's, I think it shows you where we are. You know, where a real standing is, not not just on the pitch, but from administration level as well, the standing of the FAI, these are the sort of names that we're looking at. Real bargain basement here. I mean, I know some Slavin Bilic will have his fans. Um, however, his managerial career, he did well with Croatia for six years, but that was 12 years ago. Uh, he had spells with Lokomotiv Moscow, Besiktas, West Ham United, did okay, then it fell apart. Then it's been El Etihad, West Brom, didn't last too long there. Beijing, Watford didn't last too well there. And he's currently manager of Al Fatah. Um, not for me either, to be honest with you. Maybe 10 years ago, perhaps, he would have been exciting. Oh, yeah, you know, something a bit different. Um, however, also the fact that the FAI, if he's got a year remaining on his contract, it doesn't matter if the, the Saudi Pro League finishes in May. There's absolutely uh, no way they're going to pay for anyone out of the contract. And besides... Like, is this yet again? Is this just more conjecture? Like, well, actually, his season finishes in May, and he's kind of around the, you know, mm. what the, the FAI are looking for. Because I'll give you another, um, um, where was it? I had a little, oh, no, it was on the article itself, but it goes in apparently, he has a preferred uh, formation at the FAI, like, and all this. And I'm thinking, this is bollocks. It is, I can't see any grounding behind it at all. Um, it's been a I lot of that. It. Yeah, it, it, it has just. I think so it's just been looking at who's who's not in a contract and who can we, who, who might be. It's just speculation. It's trying to keep the interest there, of course. Because um, it did fall off a little bit with the Oroctus debacle. Um, but then we're back on it now. And, and obviously the press releases and there's a press conference tomorrow, I believe, as well. So it it's, it's helping a bit with the kind of interest, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's just speculation. Uh, you know, they must be very close to knowing who who they want uh, when they're saying April. I know that we've had the kind of thing, oh, it's going to be February and things, but this is the FAI we're dealing with. Um, you know, everything never happens. It never happens date-wise that they're going to say the FAI. I, I've, that's just it. I've said from day one, I've said from day one, right? Like, I think basically if they unveil Carsley, I would say fair play to the FAI. Honestly, I would say fair mm. play to the FAI because they've had all the journalists 
um, squabble, squabble around the place like just, you know, oh, it has to be this guy. And, oh, look, you know, we'll put two and two together over here and we'll, we'll get this guy and, you know, we'll do our maths and we'll get this guy. It's just been all like that. It's been complete total conjecture. And at the end of it, they go, no, we got Lee Carsley. Uh, we just had a little bit of a thing with the financial package and it turns out he wanted to finish. Um, you know, he just wanted the to have two. Thing, yeah, the under 21s because he's a professional and, he, you know, he's very grateful for what they've done for him and he wants to make, if it goes wrong, he wants to go back. And we just, um, in that time, um, we did have John O'Shea and we did have this other guy, Brian Kerr, coming in and it's all part of it and we just wanted to smooth things over. And yeah, that, that was it really. No, we knew we knew it, but we just, we, we had to keep digging away because this was the guy that we wanted. And now we never asked any of these guys whatsoever. I would say, Fair play to the FBI. Now, if it turns out that John O'Shea does get the job in the end after all of this, I'll be like, wow, this is a complete mess. This was a total mess. Because let's be honest, if it was John O'Shea, you know, and he went down and announced John O'Shea, it, it would have been John O'Shea announced long ago. Mm. So it's not, it wasn't John O'Shea. So whoever they, and if it's not Lee Carsley, whoever they announced Martin, um, it's not going to be the number one pick. And if it's not Lee Carsley, I think that will po- that will uh, pose more questions or pose, sorry, more questions than answers. Yeah, if it's not Lee Carsley and they appoint John O'Shea, the narrative may well be we didn't want to put the pressure on these March games, so we called it interim, put the backroom staff, and we were we were agreeing all the people in the background because I think yeah. they're still going to bring in some coaches in the background and things like that. They're still doing this restructuring. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, in the yeah. FBI, of course. So I think that would be their get out and the, the answer to. John O'Shea's press conference when he's announced as main manager of the years that, you know, are you, do you not think yourself, were you number one? Do you think, and he's just going to be turning around and saying, no, as far as I'm concerned, I was given the opportunity and now they want me and that's fine. A little bit like what's happened with Eileen Gleason temporarily doing it with the women's. Yeah. And that, that seems to be Mark Cannon's thing. It's, it, maybe that takes the pressure off. You could well say that. Um, so I wouldn't be as negative about it if it was John O'Shea well, that, you know, it, it's the backup idea because, Carsley's never come out and said, I'm interested. Or No one's actually confirmed. We've had sit-down talks that's, with Carsley. That's the thing. And, and then, you, you know, we want to hear. Like, even, it, there's got to be more to it. that They've, they've got to be chatting to Carsley, of course, because otherwise you, you would hope that with all the speculation and stuff, it's not helped the recruitment if Carsley turns around and goes, I've never been interested in it. You know, we'd want him to come out and say, I, I, I was never interested. Like, mm. I, I've not taken this time. I'm staying with England. You'd rather he do that than just let it all drag on and, and speculation mount. So I'm hoping it's just tidying up in the background. Yeah. We and that's so. the way it's going to be. And I think it will be Kazi. But I think John O'Shea is, I think you said it the last time, I think the plan could be then John O'Shea would come in after. I mean, you've got to remember, even thinking back to Germany, Joachim Lowe, didn't he? He came in after Klinsman, wasn't it? Was it Klinsman? Yep, uh, Klinsman yeah. uh, was for the that two, World Cup. 2006 World Cup in yeah. Germany. And basically, it was Klinsman just to sort because German football was in the state after Euro 2000 uh, and uh, World Cup 2002. And then basically, uh, yeah, he came in to sort of unify the team. And then Yogi Lowe took it over and took it and won the World Cup with them eventually. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been reported in the media that it's all temporary. John O'Shea's been told under no circumstances are you getting this job on a full-time basis. But then, of course, it's the same media said Lee Carsley was wrapped up. Then Neil Lennon, Lennon had it wrapped up. Then Chris Coleman had it wrapped up. Now Slavin Village has it wrapped up. It's just, it, it, it's complete. No, it's, it, I tell you what, it, it, it's, I think it's, it's shown how 
the pressure I think certain journalists are under to uh, deliver a headline, being perfectly honest with you. It would be um, very interesting if, in- if Ireland hadn't got England in the Nations League because now the, the narrative from the ticket sales and, and, mm. and buy season tickets is see England, come and see England. Now, that's what commercially the FAI were hoping for in the Nations League draw, and they yeah. got that. So that has helped sell the tickets. Your only chance is to really have a season ticket. So that's that's kind of what I would see is also something I think we have to be find relevant with this. They've not panicked and gone, we're going to bring a big name in. And, you know, they could have drip fed lots of speculation of Roy Keane and things to sell the season tickets, basically. And that's what they, why they might drip fed, drip fed it out. But, you know, it, it's been kind of well managed in some respects. It's only well managed if you come out with Lee Car. I am going to reserve my judgment on the FBI's performance on this with the out with the outcome with with the end result. If they come out with Lee Carsley, it doesn't bother me that they had to have an interim manager. It doesn't. It honestly doesn't bother me because look, things aren't straightforward. Uh, there's the money issue. There's the trust issue. Lee Carsley was, was part of the bad old days with John Delaney. All that stuff. There's a lot of water going on in that bridge, and then you know he wants to make sure this is his first senior role since the uh, reinvention of Lee Carsley since you know he went off to Barcelona Man City and he completely reinvented himself as a as a contemporary coach um so I, I get all that and it does, doesn't bother me if we you know we have John O'Shea we, we got the feel good factor back of Brian Kerr not as big as fan but you know I, I'm I'm all for it whatever um but I will reserve my judgment if Till the end of it, really. And if they had come out with Lee Carsley at the end of all this, I'll go, yeah, grand, lovely, fair play. It was worth, and then, of course, the weight will put more weight, so to speak, on the pre- on the shoulders of Lee Carsley. We're going to move on from this. Uh, the March fixtures, um, of course, on the 23rd, we got uh, Belgium at home. That's a five o'clock kickoff. And we have Switzerland home three days later. That is a 7.45 kickoff. Uh, very interesting to see what happens there. Martin, are you ready? For social media watch. Yes, I am, Dave. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me play my little graphic. Right, social media watch. I mean, there's only one place to go. We didn't really have anything, Martin, until you sort of pulled one out of the bag. And we're talking about a tweet. Um, but yeah, this guy, a burner account, um, Dave at Jim7777. Now, He's got underneath it nothing. Joined June 2019, and that's kind of that's around the time when a particular former CEO um, sort of left his position, I think, or you know, starting mm-hmm. or whatever around that time. Um, so, Martin, you brought this to my attention. Now, folks, if you are watching, let's have a little bit of a watch along here, right? If you can. So, I want you guys watching. If you can get that address at Jim. 7777 seven, now. I think I might have a link here, actually. Hold on. Let me get to the comment. <laughs> so have a look at that, right? So if you can copy and paste that at that new and new, hold on. And I want you to head over to Twitter and put it in because this is gas. Uh, Martin, he is following all the journals. Go into, oh, and go on to his replies. Go on to yeah. replies there uh, on his Twitter. And he is having a go at everyone, Martin, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. A few journalists kind of broke this story, and 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 that oh, and, and it's quite funny their interaction this evening on on Twitter. I'm not going to call it X; it's Twitter. Um, it is that you know they're saying I'm honoured or oh I'm outraged. I didn't get, a, I haven't got a reply. And it, yeah, basically the narrative is that 
they think that it's John Delaney. Um, <laughs> following, he follows all the parody John Delaney accounts, which is actually quite entertaining. Uh, yes. To be fair, and and then, but like digging out journalists, digging out curves, digging out people. Care comment. So Mark yeah. McCadden. Uh, writes his comment on Kerr coming back. Uh, Brian Kerr's comeback is another nail in the coffin of the John Delaney era, even if it comes at the as the FEI falls back into the Delaney era style crisis. But it's an opportunity that cannot be wasted. And Dave, maybe John, responds, bringing back a bitter seven-year-old man who slapped Kenny off and has not worked in football for years. If he's so great, why has he not got a serious role of football for 20 years? I mean, to be fair, that's a genuine, that, that's a legitimate question. Um, and then, of course, everyone's just in the responses. Uh, pictures of John Delaney and even somebody has James Bond uh, hi John cut out John uh, there's a tennis ball shut up John um, I think <laughs> any more ice sculptures made John um, I mean here's one I mean he's going after uh, Gary Doyle who broke the Slavin Village one uh, there and it's actually him breaking the story on Twitter uh, and here's you know well placed source of Toby Village is leading the tender and Dave responds, nonsense as always from you. Um, Alan Crawley, delighted to see Brian involved in the new setup. And absolutely, Travis, he hasn't been involved in capacity for so long. Dave responds, off your head, Alan. He never qualified with some of our best players. We finished below Israel. He was let, let go by the Pharaohs after Pats as technical advisor. His analysis of Kenny was that of a bitter old man. Uh, he calls Daniel McDonald a mouthpiece for the FBI. Official mouthpiece. He calls Gavin Cooney a clown. Um, yeah, literally just clown. He goes um, Ronan Coleman. I'm not, I'm not sure Ronan Coleman is. Um, he responds to him. I'm tired of your nonsense, Coleman. Um, I shared the uh, Kilban article um, about the FEI a little bit under John Delaney. And that was on the 3rd of February. And uh, Dave responds, more Kilban nonsense. So I'm not sure if he's following me or whatever. Uh, he's having a go at Kieran Crowley at the FAI, the, tech, the uh, communications director. And by the way, Kieran's he's a good guy. Um, he says, yeah, he's having a go at him. He's Joe Brawley. Just, just on Kieran Crowley, just offer our congratulations on his engagement from Lansdowne Roy. Got engaged the other day. Good to see. Oh, I didn't know. No, congratulations. Yeah. No, fair play. Um, no, no. Give us the lanyards. Oh, there you go. He's not going to give them to us now, John. Um, um, John. John. <laughs> not going to kill us too now, Martin. Go on, Martin. Rip off your mask. You are John Delaney. Um, but yeah, like this is just crazy. Uh, and he's really having a go again at. Um, I mean, he goes back to June. He's having a go at names, though, in journal, journalist circles, Irish football, and, and it's a big kind of probably kind of hot high profile kind of supporters who are involved in kind of supporters clubs, I suppose, or why big who let's be honest, have been a lot anti Delaney for a long time and things. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's quite funny how that's why it's kind of been kind of looked at and saw as this is why it could be him. <laughs> I think enemies of the state. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we didn't we cover, um, uh, last week, Michael Beale. He because it's not yeah, uncommon. Banner accounts are brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Michael Beale, the the Saxon Sunderland manager and former Rangers manager, he had a burner account um, that went back. To, well, allegedly, but it, it was an account where he was defending. But this account was defending Michael Beale, player direct. 
oh, the Sunderland fans are toxic. Michael Beale's a great young manager. And they trace the account back to Michael Beale. Yeah. So so it does happen. It does happen. It does happen, um, yeah. John Delaney, um, I think he follows me on LinkedIn, actually. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, have a look there anyway. We're, I'm going to be keeping an eye on this account, account. So if you're watching... Dave, um, yeah, keep, keep it up. This is this is good. Um, this is interesting. This, this is the sort of content we need, Martin, isn't it? On Lansdowne Roar Live. Um, yeah, it, right. is, it is funny, and yeah, do, do follow it and do do watch it because it's it's going to have legs. This one, I think. I think so too. Um, does he follow me yet? Hold on. Does he? <laughs> no, he he only follows forty two people, and those forty two people are RT News, Neville Southall. Randomly, um, he's not an Everton fan, is he, John? No, Man United fan. Jared Gilroy, Elon Musk, um, John Duggan, sports broadcaster, uh, George Best lookalike. Yeah, I know him. Didn't he go on the lash? Was it one where he went on the lash with him or something? No, he was. He's a good lad. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Gareth Bale. He follows Jonathan Hill, Claudine Kane, uh, Liam Radker, Noel Mooney. Uh, we like Noel, by the way. The Times, Noel Hunt, Phil Quinn, John Green, all these second captains. Hmm. Dan McDonald, Tony O'Donoghue, George Hamilton, not John Delaney, John uh, John Baptist, FAI. Yeah. yeah. yeah which it. actually I'm following all of those right now as I go through this. Um, <laughs> why actually Richard Sadler? Oh, I don't know. Stephen Bergen. I'm not sure who Stephen who's Stephen Bergen. He follows me. Just a fan, I suppose. Um, I hope I hope I haven't offended somebody there. I, I don't even know date is half the time, but anyway, yeah. So that is uh, that account there at Jim seven 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 seven. Um, now, right, yeah. Martin, are you ready for the comments? I am. Yeah, of course. Yeah, super stuff. Um, Declan Strannan on our Facebook. How you doing, Declan? McShane and Reynolds to be brought on to John's back room. Yeah, not heard about it. I will try and find out about this. Because um, McShane is at Man United, isn't he? Um, Give him a text. I can't at this time. No, no, you can't um, now, can you? <laughs> no. um, but yeah, no, I will try and find out a bit about that. You better. You're supposed to be a broadcast journalist. Earn that. <laughs> Earn that, uh, Lanyard. Um, Joseph Lennon. Um, how you doing, Joseph? Lads, that Billy stuff was some crack. Not a hope he has anywhere. He was anywhere near it. No, I, I think we both said it. Joseph Martin and me we said it's absolute nonsense. Not a hope uh, that's going to happen. If if he it does have a year left on his contract, that any sort of payoff, not a chance. Watch tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be scrambling to do a live with Martin. Uh, Sebastian Elton, how you doing, Sebastian? On a Facebook channel, remember when Kerr was in charge for the 2006 qualifiers? We were in such form at the time that some pundits were picking us to be France. It feels like a different universe now. The member berries are hitting strong tonight. Um, I do remember Sebastian. Um, basically, Kerr lost the Ireland team after he threw away uh, two points, two extra points, um, against Israel at home. Tunnel up, flying, Dolphin Andy Reid. Interchanging, tearing absolutely tearing the Israelis apart. King gets injured, brings on Graham Kavanagh. Yeah, he brought on Graham Kavanagh, didn't he? Put Duff on the left. Um, no, he put Duff up front with Morrison, Kilban on the left, and he reached stuck on the right. 
And then, then it was 2-2 two, two at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. The member berries are always working here. Uh, Joseph <laughs> Lennon. Uh, my thoughts on O'Shea and the interim team is that I don't think they will be interim. I think this is the new guy's team with a couple of lads helping out until he takes the reins. Makes no sense to be bringing the likes of Paddy McCarthy in for two games, seeing he is so highly rated. I think that's a good... Um, that's a nice angle there. Not not an angle, sorry, it's the wrong way, but a, maybe a good, good view on it uh, there, Joseph. I mean, he did say, didn't he, Mark, Mark Hannum, that we're going down the Island Gleason route with this a little bit. And maybe he was kind of, you know, the same people who kind of want to tell you these things, but they can't really yeah. tell you, but they sort of give you a little flight and you go back and go, oh, yeah, maybe he's hiding it in plain sight. But that's the same thing with Eileen Gleason. No, she's not going to get the job. She's an interim manager. She's just in charge for the Nations League, one, one or six games, and she got the job uh, on a full-time yeah. basis. I don't know. Pat Roach, Carsley in, in April? Possibly. Hopefully, Pat. Do you reckon, Martin? Yeah. Still? I, I think that that's, I do have the kind of idea that that's their number one target, but I, I I wouldn't have a problem with John O'Shea, and that's in my extreme bias. Very extreme bias. Um, Brandon Walsh, Paddy McCarthy is more qualified to manage the team than O'Shea. He is, but he's not got the profile name. And, and that That is a key thing. They I, want someone who can talk to the media, and, and O'Shea can. That is, I know it's not about a nice guy, but it's someone who then, like, not you know, squeaky clean, but, you know, a winner, ultimately. Um, you know, you can't knock his medals. You can't knock his achievements yeah. with Ireland. And as a player, senior pro, conducted himself really well at Sunderland in that debacle, very, very loyal to them. Um, captain of teams, a, a natural leader. It's a risk, of course. He hasn't got the experience, but Carsey's experience is with the under-21s. And where do you get experience? Like, you, you can't, like, you know, you... <laughs> We, we slag no no but we, we slag off though look look you you have to give people opportunities and also the fact of it is i know it's kicking the can down the road some people would say well i've been referred to before but profiles get you jobs right lampard rooney and gerard have all got jobs in senior management right of big clubs mm. based on their names that's the, the fact of it and john o'Shea is ultimately a name no, I agree and there. That's why Ireland can go into it and, and affordable as well. And and he's done it through the FAI thing. You know, this talk of bringing in a manager like Billich, he's not going to be the, for the long term of Irish football. Whereas no. John O'Shea is coming from the, yep. he's a company man in a sense, without he, being he, a company he, he, man. He is a company man. No, he is a company man. But I think he's, but John O'Shea is doing it for the love of it because let's be honest, he doesn't need the money. He's independently yeah. wealthy. No, yeah. that's just the way he is. Um, no, I do. And he is a name, and people were ringing me up. Come oh, on, John O'Shea. Everyone, like anyone exactly. spoke to yeah. over here in London. Um, but no, I mean, I, I do think whoever gets it, he'll be next in line. I think he will be after uh, whoever gets it. And to just go on to this as well, right? Like, I know people will say, what, what criteria has Packy Bonner got? Uh, like, what qualifications to be able to appoint in the managers? What I was aiming at. Most <laughs> of the heads, no, but no, most of the heads of, of the countries in UEFA. Yeah, the figureheads of different mm. nations are former players of that era. That that's just it. That that's that's how it happens. You are you go and become a like Eto. I think is he not the is it Cameroon? He's the head of them. You know you 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 know, they're multi-millionaires now. A lot of them, right? But they they're doing it for the investment of football and probably to keep their profile as well. But they're, they're on that. I was going to say gravy train, but it for some of them it would be. Yeah, but, yeah, know, yeah. All, they're all. For, for, 
former players for internationally and, and quite famous and household names and that that's just how it is in football it's, it's that's a just small how world it is and and, it, and it, that's that's just how it is martin's mate packy bonner hold on where is it where is it there we go oh there you go there we go oh god you're so transparent aren't you we can see right through you prendergast Right through. Oh, I love John O'Shea. I love names. John O'Shea. Oh, John O'Shea for Ireland. Oh, I love Packy Bonner. So, I don't even know I do a podcast with you sometimes. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I, do you see what I have to work with, folks? Like, he's so biased. I said the other day, what was it you said the other day? Oh, you know, John O'Shea. I, I said I would have Anthony Barry over John O'Shea, you know. No, no. I'll take, you know, you'd take a bullet for John O'Shea, wouldn't you? You fucking would. Yeah, I would. Um, it's just Irish, though. That's what they want to do. I, I don't think we could just complicate things so much. Oh, yeah. That's well, just I mean, going to happen. If, they, if, this, just if they unveil John O'Shea after all of this, if they went with him from the get-go, you go, all right, fair enough. It's a punt, but I get it. But after all of this, all this convoluted stuff, and it's John O'Shea that will po- that will no, it won't. No, it wouldn't. It's not. It would. And and, and the other thing, like we're just disillusional. Serious. Uh, yeah. Like deluded. Sorry, that's the word, right? You're not gonna. You know, people think, oh, we could go in for Jose Mourinho now. And oh no, come on, it's no. just not happening. No, but I'm just saying, we, some of the people put out there, they're not. They weren't ever going to come in for Irish football for the long-term benefit of it. And that's what they've got to kind of do that. You, you um, leave our faithful alone, Martin, having a go with But them. I do, I, yeah, look, I, every, everything's going to be a risk. But look, we, we, we're broke. We need to kind of give it all a lift. We need to get sponsors in. Give it to Jonas. It's a profile. It's a profile. Like You're not going to have... You'll have... <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is... Like, square, you, you, he's getting angry. You're getting angry, no, no, Martin. What I'm saying is that it's the, like even the support of pundits, former teammates and stuff, I think they'll give benefit to him as a former teammate and name um, rather than even Kenny because I don't think probably a lot of them rated Kenny, to be very honest. Whereas I think they'll know that this is part of a project. I'll be accused of, yeah, it's kicking it down the road. But we've got to be realistic. Like I don't know what people really want. And we put that out there before. Like we put out there to the viewers now. Who do you actually want? Who who we Lee can Carsley. get? <laughs> Lee Carsley is the one. Yeah, he is one. Yeah. But O'Shea is definitely coming to the equation. All right. All and I right. said that. I said it uh, when he was tarred with the Kenny thing. It will be a massive risk, but he'll take the job. And okay, we'll we'll see. But yeah, um, did you see actually? Uh... And hopefully, he does what Alex Ferguson did at Scotland when he dropped Hansen. Right, pissed off Kenny Daglish, and hopefully he does that with Kelleher. Piss off Liverpool. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, of course we could play the Man United. Bring in Roy. Way. Bring in Roy. Bring in Roy. Yeah. Well, he definitely played Keller being a Cork lad. Um, did you see? Actually, speaking of Cork lads, Damon Delaney came out when Stephen Kenny said that there was some snobbery from certain sections of the, the media ex-players, and somebody said to Damon Delaney, "Oh, you know, do you reckon he was talking about you?" Oh no, I I, I didn't have any snobbery towards Stephen Kenny. And I thought you were delusional, Martin. Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's move it on. Uh, Richard Joyce. Kelleher should start, Brian. Uh, Kelleher should start. Uh, Brian Kerr should have been an interim manager, not John O'Shea. The man's only in management a wet uh, week. Seems pointless having um, him in the interim role. Kerr would be a much better choice as Richard Joyce. Uh, I mean, he hasn't managed for nearly 20 years, to be fair. I think, what was it, 08? Um Oh seven, when he was involved at the Pharaohs, and he was director of football. I think after, um, well, that's what John says on uh, on Twitter anyway. <laughs> um, 
but an interesting take. You know, Kerr's return would massively piss off John Delaney. That alone is worth it. Agreed. Definitely agreed. David Kennedy, do we not remember Kerr in charge? Uh, it was a disaster, afraid to win games. Yep, alluding to that 1-1 uh, in Tel Aviv and a 2-2 at home to Lansdown, uh, in Lansdown Road. If we had won those two games against Israel, by the way, we would have actually qualified. We would have won the group. Mm. Yep. Just putting that out there. Um... Richard Joyce, what do you think of Slavin Bilic, the new favourite? I think he'd be a great choice. Stands out from the rest of who's come and gone in his build-up to a new manager. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, Richard. I don't know, Martin, you said it won't. I don't, I don't know. I think it's a little... I, I would have liked Slavin Bilic about eight to ten years ago for me. I think it would have been exciting, but I think now he's a busted flush. When you when you look at the teams he's managed, uh, Al Fata, Watford for a wet week, uh, Beijing, Guan, West Bromwich Albion, and then Al Ittihad before that. Like he, he doesn't really scream, you know, success at you, does he? Um, that's just my take. Anyway, Carl McMurray is the care move a PR stunt, bringing him back to the FBI way too late in the day. Back around 2006, he should have been involved with the underage sides. I agree with you there, Carmick. Um, yeah, I, I think he's 71 now. Happy birthday to uh, Brian Kerr. I think he's 71 today. Um, you kind of think, how much energy can he have? Um, you, you know, I'm not having a go, not being ages. Let's be realistic here. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it is a bit of a PR stunt. I think it's just to appease. I used the word assuage earlier on. I think it's to appease uh, the League of Ireland fans a little bit. And Carmen Murray again, didn't McAteer slate care. Said he had no major respect for him. Didn't rate him back in 2005. McAteer... In talking to an opinion, he's had too much to say at times. Martin, you love uh, Jason McAteer, don't you? I'm enjoying listening to Jason McAteer's stories on Under the Cosh podcast. We're very well worth a listen. Um, we've heard it all before, of course, some of it. But um, yeah, um, very divisive character, I think. Um, I like I, I would like dare to say, yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, but I would, you know, we've had a lot of players over the years score memorable goals for Ireland. I think I've said this on the, the podcast before. And they kind of do live off it a little bit. Um, had a good career, Jason McAteer. But, you know, he's he calls things out. And I think sometimes he forgets how he behaved and what he did and things. And, yeah, he, not he always stuck, brilliant. He stuck his toothbrush. He stuck John Aldridge's toothbrush up his arse. That's yeah, according yeah. to Jason McAteer. Yes, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, that is that is a story. <laughs> yeah, horrific story. That, what that's, the f- I, I, no, no, I mean, under the cost is brilliant, right? But yeah, and that's that's tame, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see why. Stories. I can see why um, Keane had yeah. a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that just used to mess up, like mess around. But I I like it. I actually just think of Jason McAteer in in um you know the fact that he went to he was one of the ones who didn't he go to Roy King's room in 2002 to say goodbye. We borrowed a DVD of him or something. That was a funny story. But um that that's on the second part. It's under the cost. There's going to be a a bit more about Roy King and stuff. And, I look forward but, to that one. Uh, Colin McSovna, uh, what about the Twitter account, lads? That might be somebody who was previously employed with the FBI, according to Neil. I think we've gone beyond that, Colin. Yeah, John Delaney. We all think it's a John Delaney border account. Uh, Dave McGuinness, how are you doing, David? Well placed, well placed sources. Jesus, how desperate are these guys for a headline? Uh, alluding to Gary Doyle and Amir and Slavin Milic. I, I have to agree there. Um, and, and he continues, Milic complete baloney. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's just a lot of it. 
David is literally it's conjecture. It's all conjecture. No one no one knows. Felix Unger, how you doing? Felix Martins, mate. Um, are some people saying that if Ireland do well in the next two games, O'Shea should get the job? Martin is, by the way, Felix, just saying that Martin is definitely saying that. Um, that's a deal bro- breaker then on two meaningless friendlies. Ridiculous. And Kerr was a terrible manager, no doubt. Do you know what, Felix? I think we have feeling the simpatico. Um, here, um, do you want to respond to your mate? Meaningless friendlies, though. Like, you know, it's an opportunity for some of the players now to come back in under a new regime, I suppose. New ideas. I know yeah. O'Shea was there with Kenny, but I don't think he had a massive say in it. And I, I actually like the continuity of it, in a sense. Um, and I, I don't really mean it's meaningless, though, are they? Like, we, we need to perform in these and get decent results to get the fans back on board. And there'd be a lot of worry going into the June yeah. games and then the the qualification, well, the, the Nations League uh, games, especially in September, the first one with England. That's there's a lot of pressure going into that if they don't get good results here. So I wouldn't say they're meaningless in that, in that respect. Okay. Um, God, you just won't say anything bad about John O'Shea, will you? Uh, John Murphy, what do you make of the Slavon Village rumors? Does not contradict the plan Mark Canham has personally. Uh, I, I has personally, I still think it's going to be Carsley once the under 21s qualifiers are up. John, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't read into Slap Village uh, comments whatsoever. And yeah, I think once they're done in March, you don't have a game till September, Martin, do they? No, so yeah, that, that's why it's a possibility. And I think it, it will be progressing with that. Yeah, um. New York measure on what a shambles the FAI are. They had almost as many appearances in front of the Oireachtas committee, that's eight, that Ireland have had compared to victories since 2009, which is nine. And when you consider four of those wins <laughs> against Gibraltar, yeah, it doesn't really um, doesn't really give you much hope, does it? G, how are you doing, G? Village is a great candidate, by the way. His personality uh, could also be a great match. I, I do think, um, yeah, he, he's, he's a very... When he got fired by West Ham, I think he comment he actually got in contact with, with the players and said, lads, where did it go wrong? You know, what did I do wrong? He blamed it on himself. He's like, you know, what helped me grow? He, he's he's that kind of he's very um he's a different character, isn't he? Like he, he's quite a character, I should say. Um because normally managers sort of like like Martin O'Neill, um, when they get in contact with former players, they call them tossers, don't they? <laughs> just, ask, just ask Matt Doherty. <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. He actually rang Matt Doherty up and called Matt Doherty a tosser several times before hanging up. Um, New York, um, Ronan Coleman is a is a U boys in green bigwig. Ah, okay. So that's uh, one of the accounts that um, Dave uh, follows on um, on Twitter. <laughs> that would make perfect sense, actually. And, of course, it wouldn't be a Sunday night without this man here, Kieran Boyle in sunny Florida. Lads, if we had a proper jersey manufacturer like Adidas or Nike or even Puma, the jerseys would be flying out the door and the FBI would have more money to spend on a decent manager. The story was short-sighted. Look at the amount of teams trying to get out of their deals. Look good, play good. Hashtag away to Jay's with the story. Hashtag we want Adidas or Nike. Mm. Well put, Kieran, of course. Adidas. Uh, Stephen Ring, how you doing, Stephen? On YouTube. I know I'm in the minority, but I'm still not blown away by Carsley. Yes, he was a great servant to the country, but he's only ever managed 18 senior games. The squad he had with England was exceptional. I, I think that's a fair um, that's a fair point, Stephen. Um, look, we want Lee Carsley, but we both, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we both accept that it's a punt. 
Yeah, it's going to be a punt, yeah. uh, and and I think that's where we are. FAI uh, money wise, it's going to be a punt. Uh, Richard Joyce, Jesus, how can you not have a problem with O'Shea? Uh, the man has no experience as a manager. He is a Steve Staunton job, pissing in the wind, giving him the job. Martin. That's a punt, as you just said. Even with Carsley, they're, they're they're affordable, and that that's the that's where we are. That's that's where we fall into. They don't want to go down the route of Big Sam, um, anyone of that ilk, basically. Big John instead. Yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna go with it. They're 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 not gonna be there for the pathway, long term investment. And I know that it's always kicking it down the road. They've, they've, they've got someone in that's, will be that's in got there to be Martin, for, hasn't it? Well, there'll be someone. I just think we, we, why are we deluded? Like, why are we? It's not kicking Martin, it down the road if you're putting in place a qualification campaign four years. Like, Martin like, kicking the can down the road yet again, just like the Kenny. It's a project. The next tournament isn't a priority. He's a gentleman, heard it all before. This is Solskjaer written all over it. A friendly win against a team who are third gear, and the usual sort will be out demanding he's given a job permanently. Interim means interim. Carsley is the future. Also, there will be numerous managers available in the summer at the end of the domestic seasons and the Euros. That's what you said to you, Martin. Just wanted to remind yeah, you. Yeah, it's fine. But I know what you said, but it's fine. I've no problem with that. We want interaction. Thank you for everyone for the comments <laughs> so far. Um, but at it's the same time, you, Martin, anyone coming in here is a risk with this young team. Um, you know, you know, we haven't even over the last few months been able to really talk too much about the players and who's coming into it. I mean, I know we've done O big earlier, but it might be worth just having a quick chat now. Like, you know, Sinclair Armstrong, another fantastic goal. Mikey Johnson's goal is good. We've got an exciting... Ben A's oh, doing well, getting a bit of a profile. I know Evan's gone off the boil a little bit, but I mean, I can't believe people are even questioning that. The guy's 19 years old. You know, that is an exciting group of players coming in, right? Um, yeah. That you're coming in to manage. And it's going to take them time. It's not going to be a new manager. Steve Bruce or Billich coming in there is still working with those players, but you've got to have the background stuff all sorted and you've got to try and do your best to motivate them and get them in an organized system. And yeah, O'Shea won't be massively experienced with that. Neither will Carsley though, in some respects. And that's where perhaps you do need different voices. They played at high levels. A lot of these guys as well, you know, people saying, Oh, Paddy McCarthy's a more experienced coach. Yes, he is, but he's not an experienced manager, but that's what we were saying. Weren't we? It's not actually hard to be a manager. You need to yeah. have good coaches. And if they get the coaching staff, right. Dave, you could probably do the job to motivate them. I beg your pardon. Of course I could do the bloody job. Yeah. I'm fabulous. Here, I've um I've just been sent something here um on WhatsApp, actually a bit of breaking news. I didn't see this. We're going back to, you know, the you know the Dave um Twitter. This is all sort of breaking yes. here. Uh yeah, this is brilliant. You set this to Jotten Hill. Hold on. And just put this on here. Is it see this is what we do on Lance and Roar Live? We sort of like throw breaking news at you here. Um, this was just made um available to me. Hold on, bear with me. Um, it was to do with the Euro uh 20, um, the Euro 20, is it 2028? Is it that, that we're hosting? Yes, yeah. You having a glass of water, Martin? Are you calm now? Are you, are you, are you calm? Are you sure? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there. And this is what he said to Jordan Hill. Hopefully you can visit Dublin for one of the games. I hope it is him. Martin, oh, I, I need this to be John John Delaney. I need this now in my life. This has to be John Delaney. Thank you. Um that is so good. 
That is brilliant. Thank you for sending that in. Uh, that came to me via WhatsApp. I had to, and kind of breaking the protocol, but I had to add that in. That is brilliant. Um, let me try and find. That is so good. It, it is brilliant. That is, that is so good. Yeah. Ash, you can actually comment on. It's kind of made my day that, to be fair. This yeah. Up. I hope you got it all of the <laughs> Oh, amazing. Uh, Ash, you gate one nine nine. I wonder if Dave is watching in tonight, lads. And the emojis <laughs> are the best bits. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God you found that. Okay, Martin. And Yuri Nurek, uh, only way John O'Shea would get the iron job permanently is if his Ireland beat Belgium and Switzerland. Seriously, doubt that will happen. John Buckley, bearing disastrous results via Belgium and Switzerland, it will be John O'Shea. I think so, too. I think as long as he doesn't get hiding... He'll be the backup plan. Uh, Sebastian Knowlton. I just remember that Kerr was given the job ahead of Peter Reid, Brian Robson and Philip Trussier. I wonder if any of them would like a crack now. I wouldn't touch any of them on a barge pole, to be honest with you, Sebastian. Just time has gone. I remember Peter Reid actually wanted to um, get a... He was going to get an Irish passport just to prove his Irishness, being a scouser called Reid. Did you ever get your Irish passport, Martin? Uh, Stephen Ring, uh, my 2002, me. my I'm actually my Irish passport. I didn't know this, right? But when I went to the World Cup in 2002, yeah, right. I, 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 I will tell this story again on another another uh, show. But um, when I went to 2002 World Cup, I'd been on a stag do at to where was it? Ennis about a week week and a half before. Uh, it was actually the time of the friendlies, and the team was setting off, so it's before Saipan. And we ran into the team and stuff, but like Roy Keane has signed my passport. I got, I got, I had nothing to get signed, but I got, I was a member talking to Matt, Matt Holland in WH Smiths. And I just, I was kind of hungover and uh, I thought, I'm going to get their autographs and stuff. And I go, I'm going off to the World Cup, you know, you know I'll, I'll see you in a few weeks, or whatever. And, um, but I got it all signed, not realizing that if you deface a passport, it, it makes it void. Not, yes. Yeah, void. So when I was going for traveling, there i had to kind of say oh was my my little brother did that i don't have a little brother <laughs> wow anymore no but yeah that was it, yeah. <laughs> my passport signed by roy Keane. so roy Keane did go to the world cup with is that what makes you an honorary irishman is it that he signed yes, you that's it. yeah fair enough um that's a good cool story actually do you Steve know Ray? the you know the fred of and I, I, I love the, this in you know because the Aviva stadium is in the irish passport did you know that on one of the pages is it Yes. Ah, oh, so good. I don't sit. This isn't mine. Right? I, okay. I have an Irish And there's horses in it. And then there's the, the no, but do you know the thread on the middle of it of the kind of binding? It's, oh, the um, thread. I thought you meant Fred. Like, who's Fred? The thread. Thre not, not, not the Brazilian. Thread. The thread. Thread. Yeah. That is uh, green, white, and orange. You need to look I did at not these know things. that. You don't. God, you know, just, is that when you when you get your Irish Full passport? Of knowledge. And... I probably have a little bit quizzy yeah. still from the London head. Embassy. The... <laughs> get your Irish passport from the London that. Embassy, and you start like you know when you when you get off the plane down what, what's the Kilkenny or whatever, and you start kissing the ground. Oh, I'm home. Yeah, that's it. John, John, give us a pair of boots, John. Love you, John. <laughs> remember me, David. David, do you remember the time in Saipan? God. <laughs> <sighs> right. We're moving on. We're going to talking to. Who did you message recently? Um, did. I I, me I messaged Mark Lawrence and 
And he responded. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he responded. And, and as well, and do you remember when I stalked you? Remember when I stalked you around Gibraltar, Jim? That was Jim Begland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Begland. Get it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll never forget that. When uh... sorry, I'm just trying <laughs> to. I'm going to send you. Um, sorry, can you put up that other comment a minute ago with the wanker bit, so I can just send this to you on WhatsApp? Change your name on my phone. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, that right. Come on, we had to get through this. Come here, all bloody day. Um, they're waiting for us. There's more comments coming in. Keep them coming in, guys, until we get to the end. Uh, Stephen Ray, for me, I still think Harry Rannard could be the best option. I know he took a massive pay cut to get the French women's job, but wouldn't be ridiculous money. If money's no object, then Johan Lowe is a great option. Hang on a second, Stephen. Is that your comment or Nick? Is that Nick's burner Nick's account? Comment, is it? Yeah, <laughs> Nick's burner account. <laughs> he's a fan of her. He is a fan he of. He loves Harry Rannard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout. A few it's people good shout. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, joke him low, though. Joke him low. Wasn't he a bit itchy and scratchy and sniffy and smelly and That's sniffy right. of, his, of his crotch? Yes, yes, yeah, he was. Welcome to Ireland. <laughs> I mean, he's fitting perfectly in Ireland. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, Richard Choice, good performance against Belgium and Switzerland will get John O'Shea a job. Then I hope we lose both by eight goals. Each don't want to see any of the Kenny air around the Ireland team. No to John O'Shea. John No Shea. Involved uh, in 10 games, John O'Shea. Just to say. How many of those did we win? I don't even know the, the stats of that, but mm. the 10 games is what he was involved in. And that John. was towards and that was the end, wasn't it? That's John, John, yeah, it was the end, wasn't it? Thank God. Bit, yeah. At least at least Anthony Barry, when he came in, he saw an immediate impact. Didn't see that with John O'Shea. Just saying. Uh, Stephen Ring, hard to judge Billage on his term at Watford. No manager there is given a chance. That is true. That is a basket case of a club, Stephen, to be fair. Connor McBretty. Um, McBretty, I'm, I'm sorry. Remember if I'm, West uh... London? Support of West London? Oh, yes, of course. How are you doing, Connor? I'm sorry. I don't know what day it is most of the time. Um, Damien Duff is the man now for the job. Great coach and has got the best out of an average shells team getting them to Europe. Highly thought of at Celtic during his time. Um, yeah, I mean, Stephen Bradley wants him um, as our manager. Um, Shamrock Rovers manager, Stephen Bradley. But I don't think it's going to happen. I I, I think it's fair to say, Martin, very quickly, we, we did mention on a previous podcast, excellent coach, very well regarded, but he just, he cannot man, manage upwards, can he? Could you imagine the F, him with the FEI? He just could not manage upwards at all, could he? He would hate them. <laughs> yes, I think he hates everybody at the moment, if you're not wearing a shell's top. David Nicholson. Quick question, lads. Is there a pitch inspection tomorrow at around 1pm at Tallah Stadium? Derry City have requested a pitch inspection before they travel. Don't know. Say one, Martin. Honest answer. I'll read out the questions. You find out. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out. Martin's going to find out for you. Uh, Stephen Ring, is there anything to be said for care to replace Hill after the win? Not new FEI, me bollocks. Stephen Ring, uh, I don't know what, you know... I'd say I don't know what his administration skills are like and, and Brian Kerr I certainly know what uh, John Hill's administration skills are like um, let me get the picture there you go <laughs> um, I don't know uh, to be honest with you I, I, I don't know has a time you know passed for uh, a Brian, Brian Kerr to be involved in the hierarchy of Irish football maybe hasn't you know he does uh, to, Here's one for you, Martin. I, I think Irish football is so archaic and it's so so rudimentary at times that somebody like Brian Kerr, um, who is 70, 71 years of age or whoever, could go into Irish football and make a difference because um, the, the 
just the foundations of Irish football is so poor over the last few years. As somebody could come in like that, you know, and yeah, he could make a difference mm. immediately because the setup is so poor in certain areas. Um, so I don't know if Brian Kerr, may, maybe 15 years ago, I reckon. I mean, he was a technical director, wasn't he, at the FAI for a bit before Packy Bonner took over. Yeah. Yeah, he so, was. Yeah. So probably could do it. Um, Adam Kavanagh, evening from California. Good man, Adam. Uh, best thing for fans to do is ignore all speculation on the media about manager candidates. It's becoming very clear the FBI are not on the ball with it. I know, Adam, but the thing is, um, we'd have nothing to talk about on the podcast, would we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're loving it. Um, Adam Kavanagh, personally, I love the care appointment. That has O'Shea's call written all over it. Hill and Cannon probably didn't even know who he was. Yeah, to be fair, Adam, yeah, pro- probably. <laughs> um, G. If we can't get Carsley, a risk. I want Billich or failing that, Keane, and failing that, wait for Ian Holloway. But I like Ian. <laughs> Ian Holloway, no, that would be box office as well. Mm. Yet again, he was a good manager back in the day. Have you found that out, Martin? No, I, I, they're doing previews of it. I can see that. on. So there's no mention of a pitch inspection. So No mention of a pitch inspection. See, that's what we do. We're and we're not based in, um, well, not yeah. based in tele- no. telephone. We're- no, we're uh, we're in Blighty. Yeah, we're in Blighty. I got into serious trouble for saying back in Blighty after the uh, Gibraltar game. Do you remember that? That was in Portugal. Do you remember when we told everybody, like, we put on this, oh, welcome, we're in Gibraltar when we flew to Faro. And everyone's like, oh, you're yeah. in the wrong airport, lads. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. People are shouting at us. They did. Fucking man. idiots. <laughs> not 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 in not in Portugal, but yeah, on, on the Facebook page. <laughs> Stephen Ring, I think Evan needs to leave Brighton. Nobody wants to pass to him anymore. Makes great runs, but nobody looks for him. I think the whole team, Stephen, is really suffering at the moment, isn't the boil, it? Yeah. They've gone completely off the boil. And when your team's off the boil, the strikers look back. He's not getting the ball. Stephen Ring, uh, Dave could do the job, but he wouldn't be able to pronounce half the team names. <laughs> is that your burning account, Martin? Is it? <laughs> Brilliant. That is. Don't like you anymore, Stephen. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Ring. Well, I mean, to be fair, it didn't do Jack Charlton any harm, did it? Boast and um, Lowell, you couldn't, that's another one. You couldn't name him earlier. I'm talking about him on the pod for fucking months. Oh, I don't know. I don't don't know anymore, man. <laughs> Stephen Ring, if the case of part re- redevelopment could be dead in the water with the amount of people trying to block it. Unionists, uh, what are the chances of getting an automatic spot to set a playoff? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. There's, I, no, mm. there's two politics, spots, isn't, isn't there? It? Isn't there two spots? It's like whoever qualifies and then there's two Out spots. Out of the five, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. England are through anyway, aren't they? Yeah. They <laughs> Let's be honest. Scotland probably are too, to be fair. Then hopefully Wales and then it's just us in Northern Ireland through. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Lennon, Peter Reed's family fought in 1916. That's true. Sorry, yes, that actually, is true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, New York, Javi Renard. In that case, <laughs> I want Pep Brown and Boss. After all, that's a re- that's as realistic a possibility. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Dennis Jenkins, go crack lads. A great podcast as always. Ah. Keep with the good work. Quite big. Thank you very much. Thank Dennis. you. Thank you, Dennis. Now, Dennis went up to the poster as directed by me at the Clattering the other night and subscribed. So, <laughs> good man. Cheers, Dennis. Good man, Bye. Dennis. Appreciate it very much. You know, we do. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Go on. You won't regret it. Uh, Stephen Ray, or if not care, maybe Kenny instead of Hill. At least he lives in Ireland. I do think there is a place for um, Stephen Kenny in Irish football. Absolutely, Stephen. 
Um, Depodge Quinn. Would Steve Cooper be a shout? Do you know, someone else said that to me, actually. My future brother-in-law said that to me. I'd take him. I really would. He's a quality manager, but we don't think we could afford him, Martin, could we? Mm, Again, I don't know. Is he the Asian profile that he'd want to do an international job? I I don't know. He probably has club ambitions. He's going to be one of those who a club would come in for him. You know, if you... He's going to be on the radar of everybody, isn't he? He's out of a job at the moment, probably doing the gardening leave as they do. You know, people think managers, they don't really understand football, how that works. You, you go out, when you get sacked, you, in a way, you, unless your contract stipulates it, basically you're on gardening leave, aren't you? Yeah. Because you know, your, you know all the contracts of your players, you know who, you know, what the kind of club budgets are as well. So it, I know that changes quite a bit, of course, but... You, you, you're that's why lots of the time it's um and the conversation of course but you know that the league the LMA the league managers association great sometimes game. when a manager's sacked no but when a when a when a game <laughs> it was a great game, game. right it the was LMA. a great game Sorry. league managers association yeah it was a game LMA was manager it? I was I don't know that anyway Did, were you not a gamer yeah yeah, you like never played LMA manager, football Any, manager, LMA... and things like that. Champ- uh, championship manager, not LMA manager. You could build your own stadium. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on anyway. Yeah. But the LMA kickoff. Do you remember kickoff? I do. I remember Kevin Keegan's Commodore, Commodore um, sixty-four. Commodore Amiga was it? Uh, yeah, it was Amiga, and then it was Commodore sixty-four. Yeah, uh, it was you... brilliant. There was a Man United game. Brilliant. Man United in Europe. Lord rest him. Brilliant game. Man United in Europe. It was great. Yeah, actually. yeah. yeah. really you know... good game. Yeah. Do you know what I, you know well, we've gone off on tangent on this. We have indeed, but we'll come to the end of the comments. That was fantastic, though. The kickoff was really yeah. good. Kickoff two was yeah, really sensible, good. Sensible soccer. Sensible FIFA. soccer. The first FIFA, FIFA though, come out. First FIFA blew the whole thing yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember Football Manager on uh, the Commodore sixty four, and then you had Football Manager two? Um, yes, yeah, yeah. it was from like eighty three Football Manager, and then we got Football Manager two, and I remember like buying Ronnie Whelan, but you couldn't save the thing because you had to put the yeah. tape record tape in the in the tape thing, and you had to get a blank tape to save it, and it took about it, yeah. four hours. Yeah, and you see, <sighs> yeah, and it had all down. the oh man, <laughs> the drive drive and, the discs. Oh, oh man, no, the, I had this thing with a Commodore. That was oh, that was. Nuts. I know we had the tape. Uh, we got yeah. it. We got it in Pete's, Pete's and Parnell Street, um, the old shop there, and we got the Terminator Two Judgment Day pack. And I remember, uh, I mean, we should have got a Mega Drive actually. <laughs> we got that. Three they years. were great. Them football games were brilliant. Then, like we I mean, got... they were they were shite compared to now, of course. But like they were brilliant. Do you though, know what? Where are they though? Yeah, they, they were. Yeah, they were more enjoyable. I yeah, thought. they were. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the realism took it away a bit, didn't it? I remember spending hours yeah. editing names and the news. Oh, and the Man United game. I yeah, made Ireland. Edit, edit, yeah, editing names and editing players. You could put yourself into it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was and Ray that. McNamara, Emlyn Hughes International Soccer in the C64 for the win. If we're going to stay in this tangent. I tell you what, right? I, I do love the old computer games uh, from the day. The Commodore 64 games are phenomenal. Um, but FIFA blew, blew the doors yeah. wide open. FIFA 95 right. as well. I'm, I'm going to so bring us off on a tangent. And now we will have to do a t- chat about Sabutio, right? Okay, we will have to. I do. And then there's been some shows. But do you remember uh, Super, Super Cup, Tommy Super Cup thing with the little, the little kind of twiddly dial things and the players moved up and down and the ball was like tiny. You it, it, you can get it now, right? You can, well, you can't get new ones now, but you can buy the conditioned, you know, 
you can buy them on eBay, like 150 quid. Don't something that, that used to cost like a That's tenner. A Brilliant. Oh, oh yes, yeah, I still got that. Yeah, I for for um, a Christmas um, present, I got the Italian ninety pack where you got you know what Gary Lineker scores against us in Cal- Cagliari or Cagliari, yeah. whatever way you pronounce Cagliari, it. Yeah. And then basically he's running the ball into the net, and Chris Morris Nick's and gonna, makes like Nick's that. Trying to kill him. Yeah, and I basically <laughs> I got that for Christmas uh, in ninety Christmas nineteen ninety, and actually I re I, I actually it's moved with me moved with me to um, yeah. uh, East London and back down to South London where I live now. Uh, Road to World Cup 98, Dennis Jenkins. Uh, yes, was, yes, yeah. Very good. Because you had to qualify, didn't you? Yeah, That's with Ireland. Yeah. I didn't lose, I wasn't 10 points behind Romania in that one. <laughs> uh, we we could go on here. I, I love all I love all the old football matches. You know, I actually won the World Cup. It was the Road to World Cup. It was coming to the end of my... Um, um, Oh, hold on. Raina McNamara. Hold on. Uh, discussion of Sabutio as well. Jesus, lads. I'm glad I stayed up late for this. Had the same Sabutio set as David. Going by the description of the packaging. And did, and Ray, did you have the floodlight as well? It was the floodlight oh, yeah. pack. I have them all. You had the pitch invasions. I often do that because, you know, like you're the policeman on the the, the horse. Yeah. The little set. And the referee and the assistant. Uh, oh, it's so, oh, it's class. And you could even get the, yeah. the crowd that you could, if you were... Kind yeah, of bothered. You could paint them, but then yeah. you got people painted. But some, even the cameraman, the little stanchion with cameraman, the camera. We used to have the stands, and we used to have um because we the got green like, the fencing. North, we had sets from the seventies. We went to yeah. Where, where where I lived in Clondalkin, uh, they had a thrift shop down. Uh, yeah, right across from Boss Hogs. Um, right, yeah, two floodlights four would have been nice. Would have made more sense. I and I had you, floodlights on my Sabutio before Lansdowne Road had floodlights. Wee. So did I actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we did. Ninety three, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we had the sitting room, so and then good. yeah, oh, I was great. And I remember actually playing with the floodlights in the room with the lights off. It was phenomenal. Waiting them that. with the batteries. They were like, "Give me the batteries." I was a murder weapon. Yeah, actually, hold on. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on a second, right? Wait, I I bought this. I'll, 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 ch- I'll chat away with I. Hold on. I'll just be nostalgic on my own. Jesus, we don't know what you're going to buy now and bring back. But now you could, I'm going to just talk to obviously to the viewers and try and hold this shit show together. But the other one we had, I had, I actually brought all of the recent Ireland players because they, they're, if you get the new ones now, the players, they've, they've got long hair. Someone like it's a Stephen Hunt one. I remember the last Irish kit, I brought the 2012 team and it has Stephen Hunt basically as one of the players with long hair and, yeah, they're not as good now, the figures, because they actually pop out of the, yeah, the, the holding shit. bit in and the middle. Here, really. Have, have a look at this. Speed oh, yeah. 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 Well, look at the tension. I actually broke this one, but... Uh... Klopp's one, is it? Oh, very nice. <laughs> European Klopp's Cup. One. Six of those, Martin. Yeah. Um, but, um... And the, oh, and the World Cup was... It, it used to be the, um... The World Cup used to be... It was the Jules Rimet one. You didn't get the other one. I don't know if they ever made the other one. The other one is the Jules Rimet as well, isn't it? I think that must have been a really old one. Uh, yeah. Because I think they brought... They, it, they're both called Jules Rimet, I believe. It could be wrong. And that was brought in 74. Mm. Anyway, we, we could talk... Maybe that's a, that's a podcast. Oh, we have to chat. We, we are having to have this chat. Because I'm going to get the, the, all of them. Yeah. I brought... I went to... you know, um, I remember going to Jersey, right, in 1990. And it, like, getting spoiled and buying the... You know, just 
we would have two weeks during the World Cup, actually, and, you know, buying all the different teams. And I played, obviously, Holland and Ireland in the groups and things like that. And then uh, it, was, oh, it was just such a good, great game. But I went to a, yeah. a car boot sale and there was all the 1982 teams. And they used to have, like, more than just the 11. So they are, I've still got them. I've, I've got the Italian 90 Ireland players. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we will the do that. Italian 90 ball. Do you remember that? Oh, the tango. It had the little, the little fella on it. Ciao. Oh yeah, yes, brilliant! Yes, I've got that think, somewhere. Yeah. That as well. Well, we're going to get through the last. We, we will. <laughs> we will do an episode that will be here all day. But I'm going to do a final. Um, going to go through the last few comments, and then we are going to wrap uh, <laughs> this up. Uh, G doubles down on his Ian Holloway. Ian plays good football and is a great character. He would give it his all. Yet again, maybe ten years ago, he was a decent manager. He did a very good job. David Nicholson, thanks for that. Um, thanks, lads, for that. You're very welcome, David. Thank you uh, for your support. Connor McBrerty, Only Horgan is the man for the Ireland job. Hashtag Finn Harps legend. I mean, he does do great work there. Uh, David McGuinness, a bit of a report yesterday in the game between Brighton and Fulham. Was that the game in Craven Cottage yesterday? Uh, zero service coming into him. Made no mistakes when he had the ball, but got absolutely nothing from the wingers all day. It's a team. It's a team uh, that is literally gone off the boil. Um, Adam Kavanagh says it's not CA, it's actually a Canada flag. Sorry, it just comes up with a little CA, Adam. Um, was the Revolut sponsor complete bollocks? Um, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they had interest, but it wasn't enough. I've read that, I heard that somewhere in the 42. I did read really they've yeah, they've not, they've not really invested in as sponsorship and stuff, so they're thinking, why is this, why is they it were, coming? Now they were offered, yeah, they were offered money. Apparently, it wasn't from Revolut, I believe. But no, it's actually, Jesus, that's bad, isn't it? Apparently, they're going to have a new sponsorship, but apparently didn't offer any money. No, don't quote me on that. That's what I heard on, um, it was Balls, I think it was. Mm. Um, so I could be wrong on that. I'm just going to put that out there. But uh, still no um, word on that. And you know what, Martin? We've got to the end. That is it. Thank you very much for your comments. Oh, uh, hold on. We Wait. We actually have to do something now, Dave. We do have to do something. Um, we have to announce the winners of our um, YouTube. Uh, I, did I do a poster for that? Is the two? Is it? <laughs> I don't have a poster for it, but it's a signed picture of. Here we go. So we did the competition. Uh, we did the drawer before we went on air uh, for the winner of the Shay Given and Packy Bonner poster. We got two to give away. So our winners. If you're watching, uh, number one was Gavin Clark. Congratulations to you, Gavin. And the other is Connor Hackett. So it's Gavin Clark and Connor Hackett. And thank you very much for subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, We're going to give them about a week to respond. And if you don't get in touch, then we'll do the draw again. Because we want to give these away, Martin. These are are fantastic prizes. Uh, Two legends there, uh, especially at Donegal. Paggy Bonner and Shay Given. So congratulations to those. We're going to put a post up and we're going to try and get in touch with Gavin Clark and Connor Hackett. Congratulations to you both. Thank you for your support. Martin, we're going to leave it there. Um, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for watching. Oh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we love your support. We would be nothing without you. If you haven't already, guys, please hit the subscribe button. Share the love. We are trying to grow the YouTube channel. We do have some exciting projects coming down the line. Um, also, we've got some... We're going through the Green Machine, Lance and Roar archive. We've just re-released the Terry Feeling interview. If you haven't seen that already, uh, it's just been on there. We released it yesterday. Some great feedback on that. Great interview that Martin and Nick did a while back. Terry's a good man. Tells a great story playing under Jack. How he almost 
didn't play for Ireland because he thought Vinnie Jones was winding them up. It's all on there. It's a fantastic interview. Um, we will be back during the week with State of Play. Martin, you and I will be. I'm not sure when. Um, I'm not sure late. when because I'm I'm off to Denmark on Tuesday. He's off to Denmark on Tuesday with Enfield Town. Oh, Enfield Town. Non-league, European trophy, Hunt, Phoenix trophy. Very good idea. Um, I, hopefully they'll open... Well, Irish teams could consider going in that in future, I think. Uh, so anyone who yeah. does follow Good's Irish when, teams when non-league for example um it, it's a good it's a good level and and, and it's good and they actually it's the end of May is the semi-final stuff last year they played it, the finals in the San Siro so this is in going back to Copenhagen basically I liked it there so uh I'm Tully Parker right first no it's not no oh no it's not that it's on an Astro <laughs> it's on an Astro next to uh, <laughs> there's no floodlights or anything but um get me smooth ones there's a good crowd of scan I think we're actually going on the it's it's a Ryanair. Um, it's a flight. Oh, with, I think the team are going out on that one as well. But we'll have a good couple of nights. Well, I'm going for one night. I think the team are going uh, for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but good fun. And yeah, non-league fan-owned club. It's something that you know quite passionate about. So really looking forward to that. There you go. And I can, I'll probably go back to the bar where many many years ago, I was just there in Wrist London business. You know, as a ticket collection. Oh, and yeah. A young lad came up to me. That way. love for me in his eyes. Uh, yes. Here he came and he said, oh, I'm Dave. And I went, I never heard from him again. So if anyone knows Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave. Do, you remember, do you remember um, what I was wearing on that particular day? I do um, remember, yes. Yeah, I was wearing an absolutely gorgeous uh, shell suit. I probably should try and get the photograph somewhere, but uh, yeah, too long. Was um, I was wearing a 1990 post Italian 90 uh, Adidas shell jacket absolutely gorgeous but uh, no have fun we will be back though with say to play during the week at some point um, it's a bit of a mad week but hopefully we're going to get two or three episodes if there is a new manager appointed I doubt there will be there is a press conference tomorrow in the Aviva it was cancelled on Friday so we'll have might have a little video about that is anything mad but as always when we have a new manager we will be live we will react to that and hopefully we will be over in Dublin giving you live coverage as well from the stadium as we always do anyway listen thank you very much for watching i'm david dunn he's mark prendergast this has been lance and roar and you lovely lovely people have been absolutely beautiful good night god bless and um that's 11 o'clock so sleep tight